Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, a podcast that's all about sales, funnels, and marketing automation. I'm your host, Barry Moore, and this week uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about one of the latest features in Active Campaign that really is kind of a game changer in how you might go about designing your automations. It's been out for a little while, uh, and the more I play with it, the more I really kind of think, wow, I need to go back and redesign all my automations because this is pretty cool stuff. I'm talking about the goals feature inside ActiveCampaign. Um, so what the goals feature does uh, in a nutshell is it allows you to control the flow through your automations uh, a little bit better and also track the effectiveness of your automations at a higher level. And so you can set a goal. You can say, right, the goal of this automation is to get my contact or my customer or my lead to do X. And once they've done X, um, uh, we can do a number of things. We can stop the automation that they're in. We can move them to a different part of the automation. We can continue the automation. We can stop the automation. Um, so it, it's, it's really kind of a different paradigm in how you design the automations, how they go together, uh, and how you might actually break them apart in some cases to make them a little bit more effective. And it also gives you a statistical overview of how effective that automation is, right? So if you've got automation A, you can see, well, and my goal is to get them to buy product A, you can say, right, well, automation A has an effectiveness of 57%. 57% of the people that went through the automation uh, achieved the goal, or this, the, uh, the goal that we set for that automation. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty nifty. There'll be a lot more information in the show notes, but to go in a little bit more in depth uh, into the feature and how it works, uh, I invited on Kelly O'Connell, the customer success manager over there at Active Campaign. So have a listen in on this episode about goals and how you might use them inside your automations. All right, I'd like to welcome to the show Kelly O'Connell, Customer Success Manager at Active Campaign. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, how are you? I'm extremely well. How's things in Chicago today? Things are cloudy and rainy, as usual, um, but it's warm, so we'll take what we can get. Well, it's beautiful and sunny on the beach here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. But it's winter, and winter here means you have to put on a long sleeve shirt instead of a long, oh, short sleeve shirt. Oh, my goodness. How horrible. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, hard. It's pretty hard to take. <laughs> Uh, we got Kelly on today to talk about uh, the new, relatively new feature inside Active Campaign called Goals. Um, and Goals are pretty exciting because they basically kind of almost entirely rewire how you can build automations in Active Campaign. Um, so rather than me going on about it, let's, uh, let's have Kelly tell us a little bit. Of, so, what are Goals, Kelly, and, and why did Active Campaign decide, uh, decide to come up with uh, that new feature? Yeah, so goals are really a way of tracking conversion on something that essentially you want your contact to do within an automation. Um, so it can be anything that you specify, but sort of the best 
use cases essentially are, you know, I have a series of emails and I want someone to purchase or I want someone to register or I want someone to visit a specific site on my page. That would end up being your goal, the essential thing that you want that contact to do after this series of messages or within this series of messages. Um, you know, a ton of a ton of users really want to know that that conversion metric and there were ways to get around it before you could sort of say okay everyone that's in the automation that got this tag and i know that this tag signifies that they did this thing um but it was a little bit cumbersome you had to build a segment and in the automations you had to build a lot of if elses so the goals aspect really just streamlines the operation completely um and so you can just build out your series of messages of, of things that you want contacts to to do if they don't convert. But then essentially when they do convert, they sort of just bypass all, all of the extra messages. So it does flip um, your mindset a little in in how you're building out your automations. And I, I've worked with a lot of customers and sort of tailoring their automations back to using goals and, and sort of flipping the script on on how it's how it's done. But it really does streamline a lot of work um, instead of building out, you know, sort of these long and wide automations with a ton of if elses uh, makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I think for for those of us who have been using ActiveCampaign for a while, you know, we were kind of doing that informally, as you said, by, you know, when someone gets this tag, that means they've converted to whatever we wanted that automation to to get them to do. Um, so it's not like you couldn't do this before, but this really just kind of formalizes it and it gives you reporting that you didn't have before. Like if I went to look at an automation and to wonder how effective this automation is at getting people to visit my sales page or sign up to my event or whatever, um, I could see how many people had that tag, but I couldn't get a kind of a percentage, right? That 75% exactly. of the people signed up. So, um, it really kind of formalizes something you could do anyway with tags, but now it's it's much more simplified and much more visible uh, and much more reportable because you get you get those reporting metrics right in your automation right there on the automation screen it tells you hey boom thirty five percent of the people converted to a goal yeah, and what I really like is you know you still get sort of the control of what you define as as conversion. So we're not sort of saying this this is what conversion means for this automation. You know, you still get to say this is my end goal that I want my contact to do. Uh, and you sort of get to have full control over what you deem as as conversion, which is really important for a business because you guys are the ones defining, you know, your metrics and and what you want your your customers or contacts to be doing. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> and I have come across this because uh, why I'm laughing is because I, it, I think it, it not forces you, but, uh, really focuses you on, you know, what is this automation for? Why is this automation even here? What's in the place? Because <laughs> I have had customers before where they're the clients before where they're like, oh, I want to send out this five email sequence. And I'm like, all right, well, what's, you know, uh, why? What's the goal for this thing? And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, what, what, <laughs> what do you want the customer to do at the end of the sequence or throughout the sequence? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, what's the next step in the chain you want them to take? So it does actually focus focus you on like, you know, what is the goal of this automation? Why am I doing this in the first place? And, and what action do I want to take my my contact to take um, yeah, throughout, throughout this automation? Something I've I've noticed is we are so used to building out automations 
in like the happy path mentality. Like I know that my contact is going to read this email and do this thing and then I'm going to send this email and I'm going to do this. And and we sort of almost forget about the nurturing aspect of, of marketing. And so goals allows you to really think, okay, well, what am I going to do if they if they aren't doing this? And how do I sort of nurture them to do that? Because if they do take that action, great. I have I have really great follow-ups and things that I can be doing and I can be tagging them and throwing them into the CRM. But it really sort of focuses you on, okay, if they don't achieve this though, how can I more fully uh, sort of engage with them or, or better engage with them to get them to achieve that? But I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, a focus on... Uh, really a goal for your automation is is huge. And I, I'm glad that it's sort of focusing people on really thinking about the intent of, of what they're building out. And I like the fact that, that you mentioned before that a, a goal isn't necessarily like, you know, a purchase or a, a conversion to signing up for X. It can be whatever you want it to be. And you get to define that um, within within the goal itself. So as you said, you know, nurturing is a part of this. I always use kind of a train line train line analogy where you know, Grand Central Station at one end of the train line, that's your signature product, your event, your, you know, your big ticket thing. And then the other end of the far end of the train line is out in the sticks where cold traffic, where no one's ever heard of you before, right? You want to get them onto the train line. The goal isn't necessarily first to get them to Grand Central Station. We just want to get them to the next stop on the train line. There right. Might, there might be 10 stops before we get to Grand Central Station. So the goal can be, let's just move them from, you know, station one to station two to station three to station four. So that could be the goal. The goal can be anything you want, which is, I think, is the, is a really cool bit. Exactly. And having having those multiple goals, and now with the reporting on on conversion of those goals, you're more you're more able to see where's sort of the where does the train slow or yeah, stop? Exactly. You know, where are people getting off the train, and how can I fix that? What can I change my content? Can I change my frequency? Can I change my segmentation? But sort of seeing, okay, they they hit one, two, and three fantastically, and we're getting great engagement. But between three and four, we're losing a lot of people. What's happening in there? What am I doing differently? But it gives you that visibility so much more easily than having to go and run segments and and really figure that out yourself. Yeah, and I like the fact that you brought up that happy path, uh, the happy path mentality. That oh, this is the this is the path that my customer is going to take through my business. And every time I tell them something, they're going to say yes, and they're going to move to that <laughs> next train station. But we know that's not true, right? So um, this will allow you to build out not only the kind of the yes path, but also the the no path and the not right now path, which I think right. is what everybody else ignores. Um, all right, so let's talk about. A little bit about how you'd use them in 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 a strategic sense, and then how you actually use them in a you know in the how do I go and do this? To, you know, I want to get off the phone call and and put my first goal in place, and mechanically, how do I do that? So, what have you uh, you know how would you use them? We kind of talked about it a little bit, but how are you seeing people use them other than just you know tracking a purchase, for example? Yeah, of course. Um, so really. It, it differs from from what everyone's doing, and it's going to differ from automation to automation. But the biggest thing is to focus on what is the the main thing that I want people to do. So in a welcome series, maybe someone just comes on my list. Maybe the main thing I want them to do is really come back to my website and engage again. That's my biggest goal is, is sort of keeping them engaged or maybe even clicking something in one of those welcome emails. But you want to think about that, that main thing. Um, so purchases obviously is a huge one, but I've also just seen small little things of when someone comes into my first stage of of the CRM, my 
goal ultimately with my nurturing is to get them to that second stage. Um, and so the ability to sort of say the goal is the deal exists in you know the next stage and seeing that conversion from stage to stage is huge. So it doesn't have to be purchases or registrations. It can be just small actions within a message. They clicked this specific link that I've really been wanting them to click. Maybe it's a live event that I'm having in their um, you know, region or something like that. Um, but the, I think the key thing is really tailoring down on what is that main thing that I want them to do. You probably have a lot of links and a lot of information you're giving them and a lot of places they can go, but what's going to really provide the best value? That's usually visiting a specific page on your site or uh, clicking a specific link or you know signing up for something or downloading something. But just thinking about what that that main point is um, is going to be is going to be the biggest key to to really succeeding with goals there. And and goal can be. Um... Multiple criteria, right? You can you can stack the criteria. It doesn't have to be just one thing. Like clicking on this one link, it could be they've clicked on this link and they've got a lead score of twenty five or higher, and they visited our landing page. So exactly, Yeah. yeah. So the goal criteria is the same exact interface and functionality of when you're building a segment. So you have all of the and or functionality and the ability to have multiple conditions. So exactly right. You can build the goal on as complex as as a grouping of conditions as you need or just you know one tag being applied so uh, well that's a good point so what kind of criteria can you use as uh, as a trigger for a goal you can use anything that you have in the system you have all of your contact details your custom fields you know being a specific uh, data value you have your email activity so clicking on links opening campaigns forwarding sharing um, you have all of your site and event data so they're visiting this page or they've visited it multiple times or X amount of times or they've uh, achieved this event essentially um, so everything that you have in the system to build a segment on every single data point both you know demographic sort of explicitly stated as well as activity behavioral you have to build a goal on um, your scores and and everything so uh, it's not limited in in what you can sort of say you know I need these five things to happen in order for it to be considered a conversion you have all of the data points that active campaign houses very cool very cool and can you have more than uh, one goal for an automation you can you can which is really fun so um, I built out an automation I think with three goals in it which is really cool because you can jump down from goal to goal and you're building out sort of one big automation you know before when you were building out something with so many pieces it sort of was easier to build it in multiple automations so you could keep track of of what was happening and um, and that way you could say, okay, well, if they get to this next spot, I can sort of end that that nurturing automation and move them into the next one. But since you can have multiple goals in one automation, it actually makes it a little bit simpler to build it all in one. And then you'll have conversion tracking on, on all of those. So you'll see on your automation screen sort of a how many percentage achieved a goal. And if you hover over it, you can actually see all the goals within that automation and sort of the conversion stats on, on each one of those. Um, which kind of beg, I guess, begs a question that probably doesn't have a right answer. But um, you, you know, you can build your automations to, to kind of try and cater for every scenario: the yes, no, the not now, everything. Um, 
all-in-one automation, or you can chop them up into smaller modular automations that hand contacts off between those two. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you seeing out there from your customers is, is to, which is kind of the preferred method or, or which works best, or is there one that works best? I it's pretty evenly split. I think it really comes down to visually what works for people. Some people really like seeing the full picture. I know absolutely every step that's going to happen. I personally prefer to chunkify it. That's what I call nice um, chunkify. I just prefer it because even in reports, I can really see the engagement per automation. And so if I know, you know, this is sort of these first three train stops, if I'm going to steal sort of your analogy, and this is the next piece, and this is the next piece, I can really focus on where am I, where am I sort of losing people along with the help of the goal conversion. So I prefer having it in small little pieces. That way, if I need to go and modify anything or add some segment conditionality, um, or, you know, maybe branch it out a little, I'm not modifying this huge automation. It helps me organizationally. I think if it's a smaller team and there's not too many people in, in the automations, chunkifying it out makes makes a lot of sense. But if there's lots of people that are sort of working in it, it might be helpful to sort of see it all in one big picture so that everyone's aware of sort of the causality or, or what happens if I change something, I can sort of see what's going what's gonna to be affected. Yeah, I must admit I prefer the smaller chunkified ones myself. Uh, I think it's, it's easier to keep straight in your head. <laughs> yep. And it's, yeah. easy, it's easier to update as well if you've got to come back and you know, I've got to update this thing. I don't have to dig into the middle of this giant right. automation to find the email that I'm after. Um, well, and that's what's nice is so goals being achieved can also be a trigger. So while it can be sort of the end of your automation, you know, once they, they hit this goal, they sort of jump down to the end. It can also trigger a new automation. So they can be related in that way, but it sort of helps you, you know, break those apart a little so that you're not looking at one big massive automation. Yeah, for sure. And and so practically, like if I want to, you know, as soon as we hang up here, I want to go and, and put a, a goal in place. How do I do that? Like, what are the steps I need? I need to sure action. So you will see the the rest of the automation. Think about building it like you normally would if someone weren't were not doing anything. So I I know that when someone comes onto my list or whatever start trigger you have, I'm going to send them these three emails to try and get them to convert, whatever that conversion means. You'll find as one of the actions now under the conditions and workflows uh, little tab, there's this new bright yellow goal. Um, And so when you add that in, um, you're able to give the goal a name you define what the goal is and that's where that sort of goal editor comes up with the segment criteria of this is what my goal means. They've done this action or they have this tag or they have this set of conditions. Um, And so that's where you're really defining this is what conversion means. Uh, And then there's the ability to say sort of jump to this goal um, when the contact is or when it's below the contact, meaning I have one pathway of sort of four emails and if in the first email, the contact converts, does the action I want them to do. I want them to sort of jump down to the goal. I want them to bypass the other three. Um, You also have the ability to jump to it when it's anywhere. And that's really helpful if you have lots of different branches in your automations and people can be sort of all over the place depending on how they fit into the mold, but you have this ultimate goal, this ultimate conversion, you would want the contact to jump to it, you know, if it's anywhere. 
Um, and then there's some, you know, if the contact hits the goal, meaning they hit that step in the automation, but they haven't achieved it, what do you want it to do? Do you want it to end the automation? They just don't convert and, and the, the automation completely ends. Do you want them to wait until conditions are met? I would be really wary of that because they will live in there forever until they yeah. hit that goal. Um, so my, o- my OCD with- streak doesn't like that. My OCD <laughs> streak wants them to be either in or out. Yeah. So there's there's wait until conditions are met. They will wait in there forever. Um, and then there's, you know, continue anyway. And so if a, if a contact doesn't meet a goal criteria, but they hit that goal step, they can continue anyway. And usually if you're going to do a continue anyway, immediately after that goal, you're probably going to have, you know, an if else, was the goal achieved or was the goal not achieved so that you're sort of able to to close that loop. So they didn't hit the goal. It's the end of the automation. Do I want to send sort of a, a last ditch effort or or do I want to tag them in a specific way that they didn't achieve the goal or, or something like that? But um, you have a few options there as far as what you want, you know, the end of that automation to look like. Um, but again, it's just in conditions and workflow, huge yellow button you'll see named goal. Um, and there's a few options in there of, of how to use it. Cool. And the other cool thing is... Um not only is it a uh, is it a an item in the condition workflow, but it's now also a trigger to start an automation. Is it not? It exactly, yeah. So now you can say when the goal is achieved, trigger an automation. So um, someone can be in an automation and hit all the way down at a goal, and then as soon as they achieve that, it triggers a separate automation that maybe has another goal at the at the bottom of that. Um, now so you're you just get- getting crazy. <laughs> Series and series of goals, um, but but yeah, it, it's a new trigger. I think we have twenty now. It's it's really out of control how many how many start triggers we have. But new trigger, you'll see a little trophy I think with stars all over it, um, called goal achieved. And I can't remember, but does that come up on the um, context activity stream if they've uh, quote unquote achieved a goal? Um, I don't remember if it comes up on the context activity stream. I can easily look that up for sure. Um, but you do have it in the ability when you're going to search or segment contacts, there's some new conditions such as um, goal achieved, waiting on goal, skipped goal. And I think there's one more. So you're able to actually go and segment on people. I want to grab everyone who's achieved this goal of X and then send them a campaign or throw them into another automation or something like that. Or even more importantly, some people who haven't achieved that goal, you still might want to follow them up with something else. Yeah, cool. Exactly, exactly. Very cool, very cool. Um, Any kind of common mistakes or things people are getting wrong when they start doing this that they can avoid? Yeah, so the biggest thing I would think of is is don't um I wouldn't go crazy with goals. So I've seen some people say like I want them to click this and I want them to open this campaign and I want them to view this website and these are all goals. And that's true. These are all things that that we really want people to do and we want to track that engagement. But again, focusing on what is the ultimate conversion. So if I want them to click through this link, a goal probably isn't opening the campaign. That's a that's a step toward the goal, and I care about if they opened it. I may use that to segment sort of my automation workflow based on if they opened it or not and send different follow-up messages. But my ultimate goal would be them clicking that link or getting to that web page. So I wouldn't go um, crazy with the goals immediately. I would really think about what's my ultimate conversion 
what's my ultimate thing that I really, really want them to do? And let's make that the goal. And then maybe over time, we can start adding in sort of the pieces. Um, if you see that, oh, there's a natural pathway to getting towards that ultimate goal. And what are those chunks? And how can I sort of signify those along the way? Yeah, for sure. Like I maybe think about it, you know, would I give somebody a tag just because they've opened an email or would I give them a tag just because they've clicked on a link? Probably not. So it probably doesn't exactly. need to be a goal either, right? So, exactly. Yeah. You, could yeah. Go, you certainly could go crazy. I can see how you do that. Um, all right. Very cool. Um, and any tricks, tactics, techniques for, you know, how you map out these goals, what should be goals and what shouldn't? Uh, we talked about what shouldn't be goals, but, you know, I've got a big, you've got a big business and it's like, you know, what do I make a goal? Any guidance there? Yeah, I really think, um, I mean, it's going to come down to your, your ultimate use case, but anything that moves a contact along. So if you know that if they do this thing, they're a warmer lead or they're farther along in the purchasing process or they're more engaged, that's going to be a really good goal for you to measure conversion on. Um, So when someone new comes into my list that's great. I send them a welcome series. Maybe I run some coursework or I really need them to fill out a profile on my website or something like that. I really want to track the conversion on that because as soon as someone comes in, that's the most engaged they'll ever be. I don't want to lose them. I really want to track conversion from them hitting that next step. Um, same with you know event marketing. Uh, you're sending series of emails to get people to register. That's, that's the goal right there registration. And then after registration, a huge goal would be attendance. Um, So thinking about those big pathways that people are taking and then using segments and conditions in between to tailor the messaging uh, is going to help you the most. You don't need to see conversion, you know, really on everything. We have ways to segment and and sort of follow up with people and tailor our marketing. But that conversion is going to be really big actions that you want them to take um, with your company. Um, and, you know, conversion could be purely operational. Like I was mentioning before, it doesn't have to be the contact really doing something. It could be something like the contacts clicking a bunch of links and viewing my website a bunch and viewing the pricing page and that's affecting their score. So maybe my goal is really that their score is hitting a certain threshold. Um, and it's not necessarily that the contact is purchasing, but they're doing enough things that they're really converting and they they moved from a, you know, a warm lead to a hot lead. And then what does that goal do that sort of notifies a salesperson or, you know, throws them into a different stage in the CRM. So it can be a lot more behind the scenes conversions than, than it needs to, you know, really be focused on like a purchase or, or something like that. Yeah, I like it. And we kind of glossed over it a little bit there, but if you, um, if you have that multi-stage pipeline, you get your CRM pipeline set up and you want to know if people are moving from stage one to stage two to stage three, um, yeah, perfect place for goals. Like, oh, at stage three, we seem to be losing a lot of people, so maybe we go back and do whatever. Um, and then the other, the other little nugget of gold there is not only can these goals be kind of customer facing, but they can kind of be inward staff facing as well. You said like, so our goal is to get people to engage with our content or engage with our sales message. And once they go over whatever it is, 50 points in a lead score, that's a goal that will now notify me to call them Mm -hmm. or one of the sales staff to call them to reach out to them or do whatever. So yeah, they don't always have to be customer focused. They'd be kind of inward business focused as well, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah. And one thing I, you know, I was talking to Milos, our, our COO the other day, and he was saying, we don't even necessarily need to think of them as positive. Maybe we want to view conversion on something negative, like someone viewing a, a cancellation page or, or something like Those that. And bastards. that's triggering a goal. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, maybe even thinking of, oh, I need to see the conversion of maybe when someone hits this risky stage or their lead score drops down because yeah, of inactivity, nice. you know, what does that conversion look like? So it's really, you know, it, it then it just opens up a whole box of ideas of, oh man, you know, we could be viewing conversions on on all sorts of spectrums. But again, I think the key is, and this happens all the time in marketing automation is, you know, your head sort of explodes with all of these ideas. The key is sort of focusing in on, I know immediately right now that I really want to track this. Let's implement that. Let's analyze how that's going and then let's grow from there. So yes, you could go into the the system right now and build, you know, 30 goals. It may not be the most effective way to do it. So I, I really suggest sort of figuring out those key conversions that you that you want to look at and then analyzing how those are doing and seeing maybe, oh, we could throw one in there, one in there over time, uh, and then growing it out. It's a lot easier to grow out than it is to sort of, you know, reduce down. Yeah, for sure. So chunkify it, baby, chunkify it. <laughs> um, I like it. You, it's almost like anti-goals, though, those other things. That's kind of cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. Um, one, la- one last question and uh, we'll wrap up. Um, if you want, let's say you do have like the series of five automations that we've chunkified, right? That are moving someone from cold to hot traffic, mm-hmm. um, and we see that number three is is not doing the not doing the job. The the conversions are the lowest on the third automation, for example. Um, and we want to split test that by changing the copy in the emails or something like that. Now, would the best way to to do that so you don't mess up the the goal conversion would be to maybe clone that automation, change the copy, turn off the first one turn on the second one um, so that you can you can kind of almost split test those out and say, right, the old one had a conversion rate of 27%. This one has a conversion rate of 45%. Would be, that would be the yeah. best, best way to do that? Yeah, that would probably be the best way. That way you'd have separate goals that you can really track conversions on. The other way would be, you know, sort of adding a tag that's applied at the very beginning of stage three. And then if that tag exists, sort of sending a different message. And then in the reports, just seeing how that, different message relates engagement wise to to another one but if you're looking at conversion of the goals for sure i think it would be you know sort of duplicating it making sure that that second phase is related to the new third phase and then viewing that that goal conversion uh, on both of them and, and seeing which one is most effective yeah very cool all right, Kelly, uh, we might wrap it up there. I want to thank you so much for coming on and uh, explaining yeah, everything great. for you. Uh, you guys are just killing it over there at Active Campaign. Every time I turn around, there's new features coming out all the time. I love it. We are having a ton of fun over here. Uh, there's more to come. Trust me. I was uh, I was talking the other day about how great it would be to have something. You'll see it soon. But how great <laughs> it would be to have something. And a developer turned around and said, yeah, that's uh, that's coming out. So it's really exciting here. Uh, we hope that you guys are, are loving it. Um, but, you know, all of your feedback, you guys, you guys are awesome. You give the best feedback, but keep it coming. You know, we're here to, we're here to build a platform out that, that you guys really enjoy working with and that, you know, provides value. So hopefully we're doing that and, and we continue doing that. Well, you certainly are doing that. Um, it's really great to see that when you put in feedback a feature request in like in a reasonable amount of time, like almost <laughs> before you can know it, they're they're uh, <laughs> they're in the product. It's very very cool. Yeah, 
Okay. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. Well, I hope that gives you a greater understanding of what the new goals feature is all about and some examples of how you might use it in your automations and in your business. If you want to find out more about goals and have a bit of a walkthrough on what it looks like to use goals and how you might put them into your automations, head over to the show notes at theactivemarketer.com forward slash goals. There'll be a little tutorial there to help you out. And if you want some more in-depth training on how to lay out your automations, how to create your sales funnels, how to use goals. Goals is a feature we just covered in our mastermind uh, live mastermind calls that we do twice a month over at the Active Marketer Insiders. The private community for entrepreneurs and business owners just like you who want to learn more about sales funnels and marketing automation and how to put those powerful techniques and tactics to use in their business. You can find out more about the Active Marketer Insiders and how to join over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash members. So until next week, get out there and design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer Podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.